recorded live at 4 Triple Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, you're listening to Zed Games. Uh, my name is Easy, I'm hanging out in studio with... Elliot. And... Toby! Yo! Yo. Hanging out cheek to cheek, three in the studio for the first cheek time in the cheek. while. Cheek to cheek. Yeah. Exciting. Yep. It's, it's, it has been a while since there's been three of us in here, mm-hmm. it's nice. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice to have some like diversified voices, lots of different sounds happening. Oh. Lots of different gaming things to discuss tonight. Yeah, we've got, shoulders. Yeah, well, we've got, yeah. we've got a big order of stuff ahead. We've got um, the Week in Gaming News brought to us by Zara. We also have oh. uh, a big news segment uh, on Activision Blizzard and the lawsuit situation. So if you want to get all caught up on what's exactly happened and happening, uh, we'll be doing that. After that, it will be Elliot's first time review, yeah. Ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah, exciting. Yeah, director's cut too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did I say that right? Tsushima. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> feel like I say it wrong. Tsushima. It's a tongue twister. It's fine. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah, so jam-packed episode this evening. So much, in fact, that I think we should just like dive straight into the gaming news. So... Oh. No, no, no. Oh, no. Go no. on. What were you going to say? Absolutely nothing. I was uh, just teasing you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that's a good start. Let's go. Let's go to the news. Let's go to the news. <laughs> this week in gaming news, Roblox is getting voice chat. The popular online play space will be introducing voice chat as a feature. Roblox is an online game platform and game creation system where players can create games and environments and then play and interact in those spaces, making it a popular online hangout. Voice chat is on the way, starting with a spatial voice for developers to test the concept of realistic conversations within the game, mimicking the way that voices carry in the real world. There are concerns on how these conversations can be moderated, especially considering that a large portion of Roblox players are minors. As a result, voice chat will have a slow rollout, with initial access only being available to 5,000 developers. It has been suggested that voice chat may never be made available to those under 13, depending on how each stage of the rollout progresses. In addition, Roblox will let users self-report issues, flagging problematic players which may result in losing speaking privileges. You will be able to upgrade Horizon Forbidden West to the PS5, but there's a cost. With many people unable to get their hands on the PS5, it has been a relief to know that many PS4 games will include a free PS5 upgrade when players are able to get the next-gen console. So many fans were disappointed when Sony initially announced that Horizon Forbidden West wouldn't include this upgrade. Thankfully, Sony has retracted this decision, and people who buy a copy of Horizon Forbidden West for the PS4 will be able to receive a free upgrade allowing them to play it on the PS5. However, Sony has confirmed that from this point onwards, all PS4 games, both digital and physical, will come with a 13 Australian dollar upgrade fee for the PS5 version of that same game. This will include games such as Gran Turismo 7 and the next God of War. Tripwire Interactive CEO steps down after backlash. 
Tripwire Interactive CEO John Gibson is stepping down following backlash against his tweets supporting the recent Texas restrictive abortion laws, which allowed citizens to sue anyone who aids the procedure. His comments disregarded the values of our whole team, our partners, and much of a broader community. Our leadership team at Tripwire are deeply sorry and are unified in our commitment to take swift action and foster a more positive environment, says Tripwire representatives. Current Vice President Alan Wilson will take over as interim CEO. Alan has worked with the company since its formation in 2005 and takes an active lead in Tripwire's business and development. There are intentions to address concerns within and outside the company, starting with a company-wide meeting to promote open dialogue. And now for some upcoming game releases. September 9th brings The Artful Escape for the PC and Xbox One, Terrain of Magical Expertise for the PC, and Local Game Webbed for the PC. September 10, A Day Without Me for the PS4 and Xbox One, Kraken Academy for the PC, Life is Strange True Colors for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch and Stadia, Lost in Random for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, NBA 2K22 for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, PS4, and Switch, Tales of Arise for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One, and WarioWare Get It Together for the Switch. September 14th, Honey, I Joined a Cult for the PC, September 15th, Age of Darkness, Final Stand for the PC, Fire Commander for the PC, Merrick's Market for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, Story of Seasons, Pioneers of Old Town for the PC, Timberborn for the PC, and Titan Chaser for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. That's it this week in Gaming News. Thank you so much, Zara, for the week in gaming news. There are so many games to be excited for. Um, Diablo 2 is in like two weeks oh. as well. The Resurrected. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how time went by so quick, man. There's so many. Like, I think uh, Ellie and I were we were calculating, weren't we? Yeah, exactly how I many have games. Like $800 worth of games be- between now and January. Like. It's <laughs> like, um, there's like Pokemon Arceus, <laughs> Pearl, and Diamond. Oh, and then God. there's like uh, Far Cry. Uh, Elden Ring, Ring. Um, Horizon Forbidden West is like February, but still like within like a... Yeah, Elden Ring is in January. I'm keen for that. Yeah, yeah. Your sites are way too far ahead of of you for me. Life is Strange True Colors, which Mm -hmm. is tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. I'm actually really excited for, this is a weird one, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger remake uh, on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Uh, physical he's... release is coming out very soon, and I loved that when I was a kid. Super keen. What about you, Toby? Anything interesting? My, my, I've got, I'm, I'm short-sighted with my games. I'm, I'm WarioWare. Uh, That's still good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Relevant. I must admit, anything with a cult theme, I, I kind of I kind <laughs> of have a thing for. So the Honey, I Joined a Cult. Um, is in my field of vision. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, what was the other one? There was another one that I saw that was a cut one that turned up on our list the other day. Oh, my brain. Anyway, doesn't matter. But that's worry like, away, um, definitely. That's not ringing any bells. Um, this, oh, it's just, yeah, too many yeah. games. Uh, specifically, Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> um, so it would appear that uh, if we're getting free upgrades from PS4 to PS5 for the game, I don't really see the point in buying a PS5 version of the game. 
Yeah. Uh, if you can get a free upgrade. Extra. So, <laughs> yeah, for any of you lucky people out there with PS5s, of course, uh, for everyone else. I mean, that's good news. It means, you know... No, you don't have to pay right? extra yeah, when you exactly. eventually get an upgrade. Yeah, they're being considerate, which mm. makes sense. Yeah. Mm, mm. 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 <laughs> anyway, my name is Easy. I'm hanging out in studio with... Elliot. Toby. Yo. Hey. We're talking all things video games, gaming culture, news, reviews, all that sort of stuff. That's what we do here on Zed Games. And uh, tonight was a bit of a... This is a sort of news-focused uh, catch-up uh, session on what's been happening with Activision Blizzard and a uh, lawsuit that came about on uh, July 20th. And pretty much every day since that lawsuit, there has been uh, constant updates and sort of progress in what's happening around uh, the, the, the lawsuit, essentially. Mm-hmm. So... This segment, I'm going to sort of go through a little bit about what's happened, and uh, then we'll have a chat about what we think might happen and what sort of that means for the industry. So, uh, on July 20th, California Department of Fair Employment and Housing files a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard, alleging discrimination and sexual harassment against women in the workplace. The following day, the news breaks that the lawsuit has been filed, and in a statement uh, to PC Gamer, an Activision Blizzard spokesperson has said something along the lines of distorted and in many cases false descriptions of Blizzard's past. Uh, That sort of led into uh, the following day, President President J. Allen Brack emails staff to say that this behavior is completely unacceptable and, you know, deeply disturbing and, and, you know, the company take this seriously. After that, uh, the following day again, on July 23rd, Activision Blizzard's chief compliance officer, Fran Townsend, sends a very different message to staff, calling the lawsuit a depiction uh, of Activision Blizzard distorted and completely untrue, uh, which that sort of doesn't go down well, ultimately. Uh, Co-founder and former president, Mike Moheim, uh, publishes his thoughts saying that he wanted to acknowledge... Uh, the women and who had awful experiences. I hear you, I believe you, and I'm so sorry to have let you down. The same day, on July 23rd, a video from BlizzCon 2010 goes viral on Twitter. During a World of Warcraft panel Q&A, a woman asks about the possibility of less sexualized female characters. The panelists, including our now President J. Allen Brack, laugh and make jokes in response. Uh, following after that, on July 26th, uh, all there's a meeting that's hosted uh, internally to 500 staff. Executive Joshua Tarb reportedly attempts to sort of address that there's zero tolerance for this kind of behaviour uh, in relation to the lawsuit. And more on the same day, more than 100 current former Activision Blizzard employees sign an open letter to management calling. It was 1,000. 1, sorry, 1,000. Good. Caught sorry. me out there. Over <laughs> 1,000 current and former uh, Activision employees sign an open letter uh, saying that it's abhorrent and insult. What Town said had said was abhorrent and insulting uh, to the company and that, you know, essentially action needs to be made. Uh, they also made a series of demands um, and that they plan on walking out. So then the walkout was on the 28th of July uh, and also. Ultimately, it ended up being 3,000 employees signing that letter, uh, which in total there's 9,500 Activision and Blizzard employees, which is basically one-third of their staff. Um, On August 1st, 
Activision Blizzard executive Fran Townsend causes more, causes more controversy by tweeting an article titled The Problem with Whistleblowing and then later blocking employees on Twitter. Um, there was a series of like higher-ups that have stepped down uh, throughout this process, uh, including uh, uh, J. Allen Brack leaves his position on the 3rd of August. Uh, following that, uh, there's lots of stories coming forward from former employees of the company sharing their experiences um, and, you know, uh, other claims and things and such towards other people within the company. Um, there's also currently where we're at now is that Acti- uh, Activision Blizzard have decided to rename McCree in Overwatch after uh, a former uh, employee at the company uh, who has had some accusations made about him. So... All in all, there's been a lot of a lot happening, a lot of movement. There's been people saying one thing and, you know, it's all pointing fingers at this point. But mostly what I sort of what this whole situation sort of highlights is obviously there's been a culture uh, within the industry as well. Like Ubisoft had a lot of issues last year. There's also been Riot had issues with this as well. I'm sort of thinking about, you know, what sort of is the future of gaming industry of the gaming industry with all this, you know, coming to light, um, we talk a lot about, you know, having equality and, you know, changing the culture within workplaces uh, in the industry. And it seems to me that, you know, we're still going through the same patterns of, you know, hashtag Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm. What do you What do you think this is going to do, Elliot? Do you think that this will ultimately change, like? I mean, awareness I, for the industry. Or? I have a lot of hope, and yeah, it definitely is going to increase awareness. Like this, this is some of the biggest news in mm. gaming in in a long time. Um, you know, a lot of casual casual gamers are even aware of it. Yeah, um, yeah. So I it's think made mainstream mainstream, yeah, mainstream media, media, which is yeah, mm. yeah. no, yeah. It's, it's a huge thing, and I think it's definitely going to increase awareness. Um, and I have hope that it will bring change, but um, I mean, there's been a lot of things like this before, and there's been a lot of of big news and not a lot of change has come of it. So Yeah, hopefully still... this is something that stirs the pot as yeah, well. Yeah, fingers um, crossed. I know that a lot of people have also bailed on playing anything Activision Blizzard related because yeah. of the nature of this situation. No, um, yeah, um I don't know, Toby, what do you think? I I think it's a <clears throat> excuse me. Um when you have an industry that is so ingrained in, honestly, my experience as a white male, mm. uh, I'm a cis white male for anybody who doesn't, who is who is listening, um, I find it, I hear a lot of negative connotations towards anybody outside of that bracket. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah absolutely. So... I don't get it directed at me, but I hear it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially in the more com- more toxic and more competitive um, industries. And the research that I see coming out of different um, businesses is more about how can we advertise to get women playing rather than how can we make this a more... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diverse. Diverse. More, yeah. more like, welcoming environment. Yeah. I mean, a big part of, like with uh, the demands that these employees made. Also, they sort of say, you know, one of them was a company-wide diversity, equity, and inclusion task force empowered to hire a third-party company to audit Activision Blizzard. So there was an issue as well throughout this process where 
Um, you know, they were worried that, you know, that Activision would hire their own internal, part, mm. you know, agency to sort of, fl- and, you know, that's not great. What they <laughs> yeah. wanted is, you know, they need someone outside of the yeah. company to come in and actually, you know, go through the whole process. But also having, like, I know that there was uh, an amazing uh, thing to do with, I'm pretty sure it was Ubisoft. They have, like, a whole head of diversity and, you know, equality and making, and that's, you know, that's also led and run by a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the positive outcomes as well so far has been uh, Jen O'Neill, who used to be uh, one of the higher-ups for Vicarious, Vicarious Visions. Visions. You yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. a Tony Hawk pro skater for anyone who's like, who made that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's, you know, taking over as a, like a quite high role now, uh, which is awesome. So, you know, I'm hoping that ultimately we see some positive change moving forward. It's still early days, but there's, you know, I hope that's been like more or less informative for everyone on what's actually mm. been happening and because I know that every day I kept hearing things and I'm like oh my gosh this is like another bombshell and we don't know what's really going on but hopefully all this brings to light positive and lasting change not just for within Blizzard but you know sets an example for other games companies as well yeah, yeah. and for everybody listening fight for it yeah yeah, just, yeah stand yeah. up say something stand up and you know, say it's important. It. yeah I mean even if you're not uh, directly impacted like yep. if you if you just see it if you're a cis white dude and you hmm. You see your mates talk and smack, like... Yeah, you know, yeah, pull them up. Pull them up, yeah. yeah. It ain't hard. No, that's yep. how change happens. That's it. Do it. <laughs> All right, we solved it. That's done. All right. You're listening to Zed Games. My name is Easy, and I'm hanging out in studio with... Toby. And... Elliot. And I believe Elliot... Has his first time review. Oh my god, it's exciting! It is exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> All right, and it's an awesome game. It is an amazing it is a game. All right, wicked game. I'm gonna give you the space. You can do this. Oh my god! All right. Okay. So, fight and die honorably, or do whatever it takes to survive and save your people. This is the question Jin Sakai needs to find the answer to in Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. He's alone against an entire force of Mongol invaders in his home of Tsushima. The leader of the Mongol horde, Kotun Khan, is ruthless, cruel, and intelligent. He's learned the ways of the samurai, and he knows how he can manipulate the Code of Honor in order to win. As the, one of the last surviving samurai, it is Jin's job to fight off the army and defeat Kotun Khan, all while trying to balance his code and the desperate need for survival. This game strikes hard and fast. The feelings of desperation and hopelessness that hit you almost immediately are staggering, and what follows is a whirlwind of emotion. Each supporting character has their own complex backstories and moral dilemmas. I found that nothing is in black and white. There's so much grey here, I don't even need to turn on Kurosawa mode. Sometimes I barely want to help out my friends after what they've done in the past, and sometimes I'm so full of empathy for what they've had to get through, go through everything. I think that's the biggest theme in this game, the grey. Is what you've done to save your people really okay? Really necessary? Or are you just as bad as the Mongols? The director's cut adds two major features to this game. Kurosawa mode, which I mentioned earlier, changes the game to a dramatic grayscale, mimicking old Kurosawa films to make this game look even more dramatic. Then we get the Iki Island expansion, which, if you're going to 100%, should roughly take you about 10 hours. So, if I'm completely honest, if you've already sunk a huge amount of time into this game, you're not really missing out on much. Starting out playing this game, I was reminded pretty heavily of the more recent line of Assassin's Creed games. The feel of running around was almost identical for me, which was really jarring when I went to climb up things and found that I couldn't, 
or when I jumped off things and realised there was a much lower threshold for fall damage. (laughs) (laughs) After some time with the game, it felt pretty natural, and I definitely prefer the the limitations it sets because it forces you to be aware of your environment a little more. Speaking of, the environment is stunning. Ghost of Tsushima goes for realism with its visuals, and there's a constant movement that makes the world feel alive. The changing weather patterns and time and the wildlife everywhere is incredible. What's interesting is they've taken the environment here and turned it into a tool, guiding you to points of interest. There's no mini-map or compass, you just follow the wind to your next destination. And if you spot a golden bird or a flashing firefly, I do recommend following their lead. One little thing I've noticed with the change of environment is that every so often things won't line up quite right. Shadows might not not line up correctly in cutscenes, highlighting characters weirdly, or a great big thunderclap will hit really close by as the sun rises behind you. (laughs) It doesn't happen often, but it's enough to be noticeable. Um, Something I never complain about, though, is the combat. Um, There is such satisfaction in timing your parries perfectly or fighting like a half a dozen different enemies and then switching stances at just the right moment for each one. I played in hard, and every time I died, it was my fault for screwing something up, and I knew it. I never had the excuse, excuse of blaming the game, because it was done brilliantly. Um, now, so the music was composed by Ilan Ashkeri and Shigeru Umabayashi. Forgive me if I butchered that. Um, it hit all the right notes in the right places. There's so much emotion through the story, from the intensity of the very first battle it was in comp- it was accompanied by such frantic music that you just couldn't help feel the desperation. Then there was the slow and somber experiences as Jin deals with his grief and loss. It was so artfully placed, I barely even consciously registered its, its existence the first time around. The sounds that surround you in your environment while travelling around are just as impressive. The wildlife, the storms, the wind, your feet hitting the grass and the dirt as you run or sneak into enemy encampments. The towns you pass through feel alive with people chatting and working. It's really immersive. All in all, Ghost of Tsushima is a cinematic experience even without using the features of the director's cut. The scenery is gorgeous, the music is used to enhance the mood and is done artfully, and the story is incredibly engaging. I didn't expect myself to be as obsessed with this game as I was, and I almost regret not playing it until now but I feel blessed that I was able to play the director's cut on PS5 for my first time. Although there were some small parts that were frustrating or a little hard to grasp starting out, Ghost of Tsushima was a truly gorgeous experience that hit me a lot harder than I was expecting. In my opinion, they did a phenomenal job. Huh. Damn, that sold me. I don't know about... (laughs) (laughs) And for those still... Still debating, you get to pat foxes too. Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> <laughs> and the foxes, when they want to pat you, want you to pat them, they tippy tap at you. It's very cute. It's very oh, cute. Oh yeah, yeah I've, I've seen gifs of that. That's pretty good. Don't you mean gifs? Gifs, sorry, gifs. gifs. <laughs> what, <And> whatever. <laughs> the multiplayer is also really good. If you yeah. do want to get into the multiplayer, I do recommend doing it anytime don't think you have to finish the game before you start playing the yeah, multiplayer it's different i actually found that playing the story for so long i was at a bit of a uh, at a bit of a loss because i tried to like heal myself the mm-hmm. same way and it just didn't nope. work um, <laughs> and something cool i found i had yeah. somebody ditch my game as soon as we entered mm-hmm. and i wasn't kicked out yep you can play it by yourself mm-hmm 
Ah, yeah, I remember you telling me this. You're yeah. like, ah, <laughs> I can still keep going. Yeah. See ya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not it's not hard either. Like, oh, or I mean, it gets... Or maybe... <laughs> maybe <laughs> I was like, I don't know about you, man. I don't, <laughs> look, I must admit, I played the game on medium, yeah. and um, it, I, I did get prompted occasionally. It's like, do you want to make this easy? Oh, I got that a lot during boss battles, yeah. <laughs> um, you and, prompted yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's about the fifth or sixth time that you get yeah. completely wiped by some boss. It goes, are you sure? Do you re- do you want to restart? Do you want to not do this mission? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the game as well. Yeah, like oh. it's, a, it's a pretty classic open world exploratory sort of RPG, um, mm-hmm. but it does it really well. You'll have to lend it to me because so many people have, have just like raised... So and it hits the emotional. Oh yeah, thing. man! Yeah, yeah, oh. right. All the feels. I did not expect to cry, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I did. So, I'm what platforms sh- can you can you play Ghosts on? Uh, PS4, PS5. It is an exclusive. exclusive. There you go. All right, peeps. That's all you got. Yeah. Um, uh, you're listening to Z Games. My name is Easy. I'm hanging out in studio with Toby, Elliot. Oh, who? <laughs> we did it backwards that time. Yeah, I was did like we mixing get you? it up? <laughs> um. You're, you're actually tuning in at a really great time because we're actually wrapping up very soon. Um, hey. Yeah, I know. Well, why why yeah. is that a great time? Uh, because, you know, it's unfortunate for, for people tuning in. <laughs> and that's <laughs> ironic and funny. Oh. Um, but we still but love yeah. you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Come back next week. We'll be here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for texting in and sharing your thoughts on, uh, you know, Activision and, and, you know, what's been going on in the, in the industry as well. Um, all the power to you. Don't forget to speak up if, you know, you see something, you know. And also Say when something. you're playing games, like, report people, damn yeah. it. Look, it, it's all uh, in your hands, guys. Yeah, we've we've got the power. We're the consumers. Uh, Every so, little bit helps. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, but Zed Games is, uh, <laughs> we're all about supporting, you know, indie development and, you know, the gaming community and, you know, giving voice to, to people in the industry. So, you know, you can always message us if you've got something to say, you'd like to share something. You can message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU, where it, it would should say on our Facebook, we're very responsive. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> we will respond to you. Um, we always like to hear what you've got to say. And if, you know, there's games that you're playing, you know, want to have a chat or you want to, you know, share something with us, be sure to do that at ZEDGamesAU. Alternatively, you could message us live at 4 Z on 0420 Yeah, that's us. But um, <laughs> I got plenty of, yeah, there's also great gaming memes on our Facebook page, oh, which I mention all the time. Memes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, that's being modest. That's what drew me in, honestly. That was, yeah. That's why we're friends. Yeah, Yeah. correct. That's the only reason. Actually, how did you feel you went with your review today? You felt good? I forgot to breathe. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But it was a brilliant execution, so you you should be very proud of yourself. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah, you pat yourself on the back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, On that note, uh, we're actually going to start wrapping up now i'm gonna leave us on uh, a song here this one is xbox all access all for <laughs> one it's all there i swear which is um a little bit of a advertisement oh, for xbox one. but it's so good so i have to share it um thank you all for tuning in and i hope you have a lovely day night wherever you are whatever you're doing um on that note we'll see you guys later bye, bye. Jinx, Thanks bye. for listening to Zed Games. <laughs> if you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. 
See you next time. time.